Hello, everyone. Welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. No duh, right? Here we discuss everything from car news, culture, movies, stories, games, interviews, events, and so much more. Without further delay, on with the show. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. We have a car that's been a long time coming and a podcast that's arguably even been even a longer time coming since this car came out. I'm talking about the 2023 Corvette Z06. We're not sugarcoating this. This is big news. And, and actually, it really is big news because the engine in this is probably Chevrolet's finest work ever. So let's just get straight into it right now. 2023 Corvette Z06 is the ultimate C8 with a furious sounding 670 horsepower flat plane crank V8. Chevrolet today unveiled the brand new Corvette Z06. The first high-performance variant of the 8th generation Corvette, the supercar will be the first mid-engine Z06 in the history of the mark. Or marquee, whichever one it is. Unveiled in a live stream hosted at the Peterson Automotive Museum, the Z06 that is available as both... Okay, I got that wrong. Oh, wait, no, I didn't. It's just worded poorly. The Z06 is available as both coupe and convertible, brings high-performance aero features and a naturally aspirated, flat-playing crank, 5.5-liter V8. The latter... What do you mean the latter? This is the only engine they talked about. It has an 8,600 RPM redline that turns out 670 horsepower or 679 PS or 500 kilowatts and 460 pound-feet or 623, 623 newton meters of torque at 6,300 RPM. The new Corvette Z06 defines the American supercar, said General Motors President Mark, Mark Russ, or maybe it's Rios. Apologies if I got your last name wrong. It builds on the distinctive design and groundbreaking dynamics introduced with the mid-engine Corvette and elevates them to deliver refined but uncompromising track capability with world-class performance. The engine, known internally as LT6, is a dual-overhead cam V8 from which responsiveness and trackability were the top priorities. Something that maybe, I mean, excluding responsiveness, trackability might not, might not be something you could have said for the C7Z06 because uh, heat soak. That's why Chevrolet chose not to slow response. Chose not to slow response. Oh, oh, I get it. That's why Chevrolet chose not to slow the responsiveness of the engine with forced induction and opted for the lightweight crankshaft design and relatively short stroke. To make it track ready, it also gets a racing style dry sump oiling system. To make it race ready, the engine has been tested on the racetracks of the world through the C8R racing program that captured six victories along with the manufacturer's title in IMSA's 2020 season. The engine is made entirely of aluminum, though it does still get the Chevy, the Chevy small block family's signature 4.4 inch or 111.76 millimeter bore spacing. The new dual overhead camshaft heads have been designed with fully CNC machine combustion chambers and intake ports, supporting a mechanical finger follower drivetrain, whatever that means. The camshaft covers, meanwhile, are painted edge red to make them more distinctive. It also gets forged aluminum pistons and forged titanium connecting rods for lower mass and greater strength. An active split intake manifold has twin 87mm or 3.4 inch throttle bodies, while exhaust gases pass through, four in, pass through 4 into 2 into 1 stainless steel exhaust headers through sodium field filled exhaust valves. Visually, the new, the new Corvette Z06 differentiates itself from the standard model thanks to wider fenders and a new fascia above front to rear. These are all wider to accommodate the 3.6 inch or 9.4 centimeter wider stance that is achieved thanks to bigger tires. 
The wheels are 20 by 10 inch or 50.8 by 25.4 centimeter at the front and they are wrapped with 275-30ZR20 tires. At the back, 21, point, no, 21 by 13 inch or 53.3 by 33 centimeter rear wheels are used with 30, no, with 345-25ZR21 tires. That's Gen 4 Viper size at the rear. We don't have Viper size tires at the front, which is a little sad for me, but Viper size tires at the rear. Hell yeah. Rubber is provided by Michelin. As standard, the car is offered with Pilot Sport 4S ZP tires, but the Z07 package adds Sport Cup 2R ZP tires instead. With the extra width and the new C8R inspired front fascia, the Z06, hopefully I never said Z08, I might have said that by accident. The Z06 is able to draw more clean air into a center heat exchanger to provide more cooling for the high revving engine, the brakes, and the transaxle to make it all perform better for longer. As standard, the Z06, the Z06 comes with a new front splitter and a rear spoiler that includes an insolvable fixed wicker bill. Yes, the return of the wicker bill. Love it. All in, it offers 365 pounds or 165.6 kilograms of downforce at 186 miles per hour or 299.3 kilometers per hour. So that's roughly Gen 5 TA 1.0 Viper pounds of downforce, if I remember correctly. It's roughly 300. So pretty good. And you know what? That's if I remember even more correctly, that's similar to the C7 Z06. You love to see it. The available carbon fiber package, though, adds a larger front splitter, front corner canards. Yes! You always love to see canards. A pedestal mounted rear wing and underbody aero straights for maximum downforce and maneuverability. The basic suspension for the Corvette Stingray remains for the Z06, but the SLA type front and, front and rear suspension have been tuned for higher performance capabilities. Magnetic selective ride control 4.0 comes standard, comes standard though, and can be adjusted to be stiff for track work or supple for tooting around town. The Z06 also comes with launch control for optimal off-the-line acceleration, active handling, traction control, performance traction management, which offers torque reduction and brake intervention on track, as well as an electronic limited slip differential to help you launch out of the corners. Larger brakes are also offered, as you might expect. It comes with Brembo rotors that are 14.6 inches or 370 millimeters in diameter at the front and 15 inches or 380 millimeters at the rear. The calipers have six pistons up front and four in the back. So something to note when it comes to the Brembo rotors and their radius is that 14.6 inches is pretty good. The Gen 5 Viper with the track package, if I remember correctly, had 14.3 inch rotors. So that is to say the ZR1 or the Zora, whatever it's going to be called, is obviously going to get bigger rotors. Because even though this is a Z06, I'm pretty sure Chevrolet kind of sandbagged the braking just a little. Not to say they sandbagged it in any way that would make the braking bad, just that they could obviously go higher than or go bigger than 14.6 inches. They're going to go bigger for the ZR1 slash Zora, and they absolutely have the capability to. I'm sure of that. So I feel like they went big enough to improve performance, but not so big that it would step on the toes of an obviously even higher performing, even higher performance ZR1 slash Zora. To keep the weight down, Chevrolet is also offering optimal carbon fiber wheels that reduce unsprung mass by a total of 41 pounds, or 18.6 kilograms. Thanks to all its performance improvements, it's capable of pulling 1.22 Gs laterally through corners, says, says Chevrolet. To put into perspective how impressive that is, the Gen 5 Viper ACR Extreme pulls 1.5, now Dodge claims 1.5 sustained Gs. So whether 1.2 Geez, is the peak or sustained? I don't know, but that puts it very close to a Gen 5 Viper. And this car probably weighs 
3,500, maybe 3,400 pounds. So once again, right around bike weight. So, and it makes more power. It doesn't make, how much torque did it make again? I, I already forgot. I'm so, I think, what, 600 and a bit? But it made it at 6,300. No, it makes 460 pound-feet of torque at 6,300 RPM. So it doesn't make as much torque as the Viper does. And while the Viper does make its torque relatively late, it makes 600. It makes almost 200 more torque. But this car is an automatic transmission and revs higher, so it might not have to change gear as much. Moving on from that, though, into the interior. Man, they didn't sacrifice the quality of the C8's interior for the Z06, and that's not a bad thing. Because to get an interior like this on an ACR, you'd have to go you'd have to go one of one, which would add weight to the ACR, of course. But that'd be that'd be sick. An interior like this in an ACR Viper. And you can do it because they have the, the very red interior, but yeah. Or what did they call it demonic red interior? I don't really I don't remember at this point, but yeah. That's something I said even when the CA came out all those months ago, was that this is is easily the best interior the Corvette has ever had. Like this isn't this isn't good for a $40,000 sports car. This is just good. This is Gen 5. This interior is Gen 5 Viper good. And probably better because it's a newer car. But I, I think I had said at the time, like if they had put a Cadillac badge on it and added a few more luxurious touches here and there, this could, it, the C8 definitely has a Cadillac, not in design, but in material quality. To me, it definitely has a Cadillac style interior for sure. And the Z06 seems to continue with that trend. Very, very Porsche-like, you know? Good interior, but also very good performance at the same time. In, in that sense, the C8 has caught up with the Viper. It really has. In the world of supercars, performance isn't the only thing that matters. To keep, to keep up with the competition, Chevrolet has endeavored to fill, this, to fill the Z06 with lightweight but luxurious premium materials. To match its performance, the Z06 is an elevated execution of the 8th generation design, said Phil Zack, Executive Design Director at Chevrolet. From its wide planted stance with sculpted surfaces to its premium and carbon fiber materials, the Z06 instills an aura of raw power and performance with bespoke craftsmanship. The Z06 is offered with a carbon fiber wrapped steering wheel, shift paddles, and a new carbon fiber interior trim package level 2. With level 2 that adds more of the material to the trim for a proper race car aesthetic. If you prefer old school luxury though, more leather can be had in the new optional adrenaline red color. One of, one of seven colors available inside, Chevrolet has tried to up the ante with options. The brake calipers are available in six colors, seven wheel packages are offered, three seat choices, six seat belts, two carbon fiber trim packages, and one aluminum package will help keep your Z06 unique. See, I wish we had... The Gen 5 did really good with the one of one program, especially for options, but I still would have liked more. I, I Look, I love options. I love options. And with the one of one, that was... That was the Viper kind of going like an Aston route or a Bentley route where you can just make it whatever you want. And I wish Dodge had allowed you to make it even more however you want. But I think I think there were there were ways to get even more specialized versions, you know, special orders and that kind of thing. Production of the 2023 Corvette Z06 is expected to begin at the home of Corvettes, the Bowling Green Kentucky Assembly Plant, which actually just got hit by a tornado, which I think yesterday as of the time of this recording. So I really I hope everyone I hope everyone in that area of Kentucky is okay. Unfortunately, they, there was 11, 11 deaths. Such a tragedy. But I hope everyone, I, I hope as many people as possible manage to survive the, the natural disaster and the people at the Corvette Assembly. Look, I'm a Viper guy, but the Viper and the Vet make each other better. And hopefully this will spur Dodge on to make, to not only make another Viper, but it'll give America another sports car to fight, to fight with the, with the European establishment. Because that's, you know, for me, that's really, not that I'm that, 
nationalistic where I, I care that much, but I like to see, I do like to see Chevrolet and Dodge go at the Europeans with their own sports cars, doing it their own way. I do like to see that. So hopefully they can rebuild, rebuild and recuperate the, the Bowling Green assembly plant and that area of Kentucky as a whole and get back to producing America's one of, yeah, America's most iconic sports car. And I say that because I believe the Viper is a supercar. So <laughs> in any case, though, Chevrolet says the customers says, says that customers the world over will be able to experience its charms since it plans to make both left and right hand drive models. And that is top tech. Prices have not been revealed yet, but expect a hefty bump over the standard Stingray $60,900 starting price. If we'd have to guess, given that the previous Z06 package on the C7 costs around $25,000 over the standard car, it's possible that the, new, that the new car will carry an MSRP of around $85,000 to $95,000. I'm expecting definitely closer to $95,000, especially considering the, the insanity that is its engine. I would have to imagine it'd be pretty darn close to hundred grand. But wait, everyone, that's not all, because we've got some hard stats for the new Z06 as well. With a high-revving motorsport-derived V8, we knew the 2023 Chevrolet Corvette Z06 would be a serious performance car, and a newly surfaced image has revealed just how quick it is. A member at the Corvette Forum recently snapped an image of a sign placed next to a Corvette Z06 that was recently displaced somewhere in the U.S., this display sign says the car will hit 60 miles per hour or 96 kilometers per hour in 2.6 seconds and run down the quarter mile in 10.6 seconds. These figures haven't been previously published by Chevrolet, but you know what? To me, they sound pretty reasonable. These figures are roughly in line with what we would expect from the new Corvette Z06. By comparison, the standard C8 Corvette Stingray can hit 60 miles per hour in 2.9 seconds and runs down the quarter mile in 11.2 seconds although independent testing has revealed that those figures can be beaten. The Z06's quarter mile time is also a slight improvement over the 10.95 second time of the C7 generation model. The new Corvette Z06 is powered by a 5.5 liter, well, okay, we, we already went over all the engine bits, so that's, that's fine. Although it has an 8-speed dual-clutch transmission that drives the rear wheels. I don't remember reading that in the prior, in the prior piece. So yeah, 8-speed transmission, dual-clutch, rear wheels, as God intended, I mean, as God actually intended, it would have a manual. Probably, and ideally a 7-speed, but it is what it is. Let's see if Road and Track has anything more to say about the 0-60 to 60 time and the quarter mile. Because I was trying to find... The thing is, because it's been a little while since the Z06 came out, I knew there'd be a lot of articles to find on this thing. So, And I knew Road and Track had done a few, so I didn't take the time to look to see if there was anything largely different. Well, except for the fact that, as they say... A 0-60 time by 2.6 seconds puts the Z06 well into McLaren 720S territory. And a Bugatti Baron Super Sport managed 2.5 seconds to 60 just a decade ago. That shows how fast cars are now. A Corvette Z06, not even the top dog Corvette, not even the top dog Corvette, is as fast as a Bugatti Veyron. And a Super Sport, no less. And a McLaren 720S is for that matter as well. That, that puts into perspective how stupid fast cars are these days. Like, God, on a bike. That's, it's insanity. The automotive world is pure insanity these days, for better or worse. But, you know, in mentioning the 720S, that then begs the obvious question. Is this going to be nearly as fast as the 720S? I mean, it's down on power and probably has a lot more downforce, thus more drag making it slower. But how does the Z06 compare with the 720S? I think that is going to be... The question of the week, when we get the chance to compare. That is maybe even the question of the month, for sure. 
So they also have a separate article talking about how this engine delivers its 670 horsepower. Uh, and Rotatrack has a better article on the subject than Car Scoops, but I don't know if you guys have noticed, but Rotatrack has pretty much made about 80% of their articles, or has put 80% of their articles behind a paywall, which sucks. And you only get three free articles a month. I've used up all three, so I'm going to have to wait till January before I can read that article. But when January hits, which is not long from now, you better believe that will be part of a Sunday special because it's a very long article. And I want to go in depth on that engine because th this engine is so cool. Espe certainly from what I heard, from what I read, from a guy who knows a thing or two on Instagram about engineering and engine mechanicals. Yeah, this engine is something special. In any, in any case, so let's move on. The 2023 Chevrolet Corvette Z06 was unveiled earlier in the week and promises to be unlike any other vet before it, largely thanks to its engine. We have known that the C8 Z06 would feature a 5.5 liter naturally aspirated V8 ever since the C8R race car was unveiled with the same basic engine in October in 2019. Recent rumors suggested the engine would be tuned to around 617 horse, around the 617 horsepower mark for the Z06. So you can imagine our surprise when the car was announced with no less than 670 horsepower and 460 pound-feet or 623 newton meters of torque. That horsepower figure makes this 5.5 liter flat plane crank engine the most powerful naturally aspirated V8 ever used in a production car. It also gives the new car a 20 horsepower advantage over the 6.2 liter supercharged V8 used by the C7 Z06. Just how, just how was Chevy able to extract so much power from this smaller capacity engine without relying on forced induction? Well, that's the question on everyone's minds, isn't it? To show how this was achieved, Engineering Explained has released an intriguing video that details all the- Oh, so it's a video. Okay, well, I may watch that video for myself at some point, but basically, we're going to have to wait for that road to track. I might actually- I'm, I have a, a laptop that I had used for the Viper Days reunion so I could do a little bit of editing in the, in the spare time that I had, which wasn't much. And maybe I can read that article on my laptop, but record that podcast, record that podcast on my desktop. So if I can do that, if I can get away with that, expect it earlier in January for sure. I've got a lot of, I've finally made like a content roadmap for this month. And so, well, for Sunday specials, I could do it. I've got, I've got a roadmap for, for new car podcasts like this, but I don't have a roadmap for Sunday specials. So you might be able to expect it this month, maybe, but. Definitely January for sure. Now I don't know. Was it in the Car Scoops article that the that was it in the Car Scoops article that the engine revs to eight thousand six hundred RPM? I think it was because that's where it makes its six hundred and seventy horsepower, eight thousand six hundred RPM. I think the only other American car that can claim to rev nearly as high is the Ford Mustang Shelby GT three fifty. That's the only other car. Like, that's almost nine thousand revs. That's Ferrari four five eight Italia territory. Jesus! Let me just double check. I don't know how I forgot already. I was too busy trying not to screw up reading the article too much. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Yeah, no, it's 6,000. Yeah, it's 8,600 RPM. That's the red line. And that's where apparently it makes its power. But even more specifically than that, they did a, Chevrolet did a tweet. And in the tweet, an embedded video shows a Z06's tachometer passing 8,500 RPM as it hits 99 miles per hour in third gear. So basically, third gear almost goes to 100. Almost. And a stunned passenger apparently proclaims, Oh, oh god, it revs so hard! So while it's not officially confirmed, the hints aren't exactly subtle. This also deals with one of the oddities of the C8 Corvette Stingray. Despite its supercar proportions, the standard vet still has a muscle car engine. 
The speed is incredible, but the 36.2 liter V8 runs out of breath at just 6,500 RPM. It can go like a Ferrari, but it won't sing like one. Rumors have speculated that the upcoming Z06 version will ditch the loping, cross-plane cross crank design of the LT2 in favor of a more... How old is this? Oh, okay, this article is old. This was before the Z06 came out. Yeah, no. Yeah, so it does rev like a Ferrari. It revs to 8,600 RPM. Insane. Insanity. Bonkers. Many other adjectives. And then they also have an article on the carbon fiber wheels. Let's read on and see if they have anything interesting to say. Available as an option on the Z07 package, these five-spoke, one-piece wheels aren't actually designed by Chevrolet. Oh! See, that's interesting. That is something the CarScoops article didn't say. So they aren't actually designed by Chevrolet, but instead they're the, crea the creation of them is outsourced to Carbon Revolution, an Australian firm that launched one of the world's first ever production carbon fiber wheels designed to fit onto a 997 generation Porsche 911 GT3. All the way back in 2013. The company has since been con contracted by Ford to build carbon fiber wheels for the Mustang Shelby GT350R, Mustang Shelby GT500, and the company's GT Supercar. If we get another Viper, do you think they're going to have a carbon fiber wheel? And if they do, do you think they'll use Carbon Revolution as well? I would absolutely love to see that. Measuring 20 inches by 10 inches up front and 21 inches by 13 inches out back, the C8 wheels are the tallest and widest set ever produced by Carbon, by carbon Revolution. While exact weight specs have yet to be released, the company claims a weight savings of over 41 pounds or a roughly 40 to 50% reduction. So almost half the weight of a normal wheel versus the standard Forza aluminum wheels. A massive number, considering it's all unsprung weight. They also have the lightest load capacity of any wheel Carbon Revolution has designed so far. Buyers will have two choices of finish, a clear coat option that exposes the carbon weave, or a painted version called Carbon Flash. Though the five-spoke design may look fairly simple, making the Z06's carbon fiber wheels is an incredibly complex ordeal. In a process Carbon Revolution calls high-pressure resin transfer molding, the company starts by creating what it calls a dry wheel by laying down carbon fiber sheets in layers before heating and pressurizing it to solidify the design. From there, the wheel is placed in a mold that's subjected to extremely high pressures to extract any air that may be trapped inside. It's then injected with resin using an incredible 700 psi of pressure. The resulting high temperatures are what cures the resin into a solid piece, locking the carbon fiber sheets into place and creating the ultra-strong, ultra-lightweight finished product. These wheels are the result of a five-year collaboration between Chevrolet and Carbon Revolution engineers that included R&D, design, and validation testing. Carbon Revolution says the hardest part about going from idea to reality was forming the shape of the spokes. Here's how it approached the challenge. Carbon Revolution solved this problem by how it positioned the layers of fabric relative to one another and how the years of fabric overlap, overlap each other at the transition from the spoke to the rim and vice versa. Unique to the Corvette wheel is that the five-spoke design drove Carbon Revolution to incorporate the ski jump, which is a solid carbon feature that diagonally connects the front of the spoke laminate with the back of the spoke laminate. It has the effect of increasing the wheel's performance while maintaining a big weight savings. The Corvette Z06 is the first production wheel with this feature. You know what? I'd love to get an engineer or spokesperson from Carbon Revolution to explain more specifically what that is, because I don't know what, what the ski jump is and what the spoke laminate and back of spoke laminate means. So I'd love to have them on the podcast. The materials in the production process aren't the only cool things about the Z06's carbon wheels. Like many OEMs, Carbon Revolution now turns to virtual analysis tools to simulate vehicle conditions and incidents such as hard cornering, 
pothole strikes or speed bumps to test out its wheels. So unlike some aftermarket wheels, they do make sure the wheels can, some other aftermarket wheels, they make sure their wheels can actually handle the stresses that are, that's typically experienced by most wheels during any level of driving, you know, on the, on normal roads or at the track. This accelerates the testing and validation processes, driving down costs. That is epic. As someone says in the comments though on Rotor Track, better not scrape these. Yeah, because that's gonna that is gonna be hella expensive to fix. That will not be a fun day, necessarily. Okay, so I've actually I've gone to another Rotor Track article to find some more information, and I did indeed find some more information. It's really interesting. Check this out. Z07 equipped Z06s also get Brembo carbon ceramic brakes. Woo! With larger 15.7 inch front rotors. And 15.4 inch rears. So remember what I was saying about them kind of sandbagging the brake performance? Yeah, never mind. Never mind. The only way to have better brakes for the Zero One slash Zora would be to have 16 inch rotors. That would be the only way. And you know what? Chevrolet's crazy enough that they might just do it. And I would absolutely love to see that. But yeah, that that is fantastic. Oh my god. I mean, that's still going to be a bit expensive because they're carbon ceramic rotors, but I bet you anything that package will be extremely popular with track rats. It, insanely popular with track rats, and it, it's no wonder why. All right, though, we are now at the part of the podcast where all the hard stats are out of the way, and it is finally time for me to talk about the looks. Now... I don't remember what I said when the C8 originally came out. I think I might have said something to the effect of it's cool, it's different. Chevrolet has done largely a good job, but it's a bit fussy. There's a few, a few too many character lines. It's just, it's kind of all over the place, right? It's, this the styling's a little overcooked, to put it that way. It's it's not organic enough. It's not, I say organic enough. It's, it's just, it's too busy looking, right? I don't necessarily feel differently about the Z06 because they've gone even crazier with all the character lines, all the creases, and the like. And they've made the the side vent even bigger. And they changed the shape of it actually from the normal Stingray. Not massively so, but it is of a slightly different shape than it is on the Stingray and bigger. And so I do feel, I do to some extent still feel the same way. It's a bit busy. It's a bit, it's a bit fussy. There's, there's just too many characters. It's not clean enough. It's too busy. With that said, though, I'm more okay with it here because there's a bunch of, with all the aero bits on the car, especially on the Z07 package, it works for me. It's it's a track car, right? It's a hella aggressive, hella capable track car, and I like my track cars to be very aggressive. Not necessarily fussy, but because the rest of the car now has, to me, has the looks to go with some of the incredible character lines, some of the creases, some of the, some of the insane surfaces, it works, it works almost more cohesively. It makes more sense for the car to be fussy here because of the different front bumper, because of the wing, because of the different rear bumper. It all, it, it's all a bit more cohesive to me. Still a bit overdone, still overcooked, but I, I like it better than the normal C8 for sure. And especially the normal Z06 without the Z07 package as a drop top. That is a supercar. An absolute, unequivocal supercar. And to me, it with the drop top, it definitely fits the balance of aggression, of a, 
almost like aggression and yet a little bit of it has a bit of a futuristic quality to it. I, I don't know. I really like the drop top Z06 without the Z07 package. It's it's that brilliant balance of not elegance, but of is that brilliant balance of aggression and and class. Ultimately, class. It has it's aggressive and classy at the same time. Again, almost Cadillac like. But but with that Chevrolet with those Chevrolet design cues, of course. So normally I'd be a fan of the Z06 with the Z07 package and with the top up. Because that's normally my preference. Is that is that you know that ACR TA 2.0 GT3 RS look. That's what I'm partial to. But you know, honestly, I have to say, maybe for not maybe not the first time, but certainly for one of the for I'm trying to figure out how to say it properly. I'm sorry, but this is definitely one of the few times, few times of of an exceptional few where I prefer the less crazy, more restrained version of a higher performance vehicle. And I say higher performance in relation to the already high performance C8. Yeah, this is one of the few times of exceedingly few times where I prefer the more restrained vehicle because it, it this ha- it has class. It's that perfect balance. It's like because that to me is where the Viper TA 2.0. If you could get the prefix Targa kit, that's where that fits. It's that perfect mix of aggression and class of of a track of a track car of a of a track oriented supercar yet a GT car. Because remember the Grand Touring package for the Gen Five Viper, and it had that Striker Green package that was unveiled at SEMA in 2014. That's what the Z06 drop top is to me. It's that Grand Touring package Viper without a roof, and absolutely astonishing balance of aggression and class and this vet has the quad centrally mounted tailpipes it's it's a full corvette the z06 is almost what the normal stingray should have been if only because it has centrally mounted exhaust pipes if if only because of that but i think even for the wheels with the interior just the overall package to me this is going to be the ultimate corvette for a while bar none the ultimate corvette because the normal Z06 has a, has a, it's a master class in the balance of aggression and class, especially with silver wheels rather than a black one. Yet, you can have that harder track car if you want the harder track car in the form of the Z06, Z07 package. It, it really is the total package. It is. And so you know what? I really like it. I like it a lot. I wouldn't have it over a Viper. It's not my preference. I'm always going to say that because I'm, you know, I'm a stick in the mud in that case. But yeah. So you know what? I do like it. I do like the styling of the Z06 more than the C8. I do still wish it was more organic. It, it, yeah, it was... I do still wish it... Sorry, it would be more organic. Or that it was designed in a more organic fashion. Like a 458 Italia. Or even a 488. Because even that's a little bit more aggressive. Slightly more linear. But still organic. It's. It just doesn't have traditional design cues. And obviously it's a miniature Corvette. But what I mean by that is... It's a very angular, very linear supercar. And I like a good balance of linear and organic. And, the, and for me, the Gen 5 Viper and I think the new Lotus. Oh, it's not the Avisia, but the baby one. I for, I've forgotten the name of it. But that the Gen 5 Viper and that new Lotus that came out strikes the perfect balance of organic fluid design, yet some level of linearity to add aggression, to add athleticism to its looks. I have to look up the name of that Lotus now because it's going to bug the hell out of me if I don't. Amira, that's the one, the new Lotus Amira. That and the Gen 5 Viper. 
again, a masterclass in the balance of of fluidity and linearity. Whereas the C8, just too linear for me. Just too linear for me personally. But you know what? I think unlike the normal C8 Stingray, even with those gripes, I actually like... I'm not indifferent. I'm not on the fence about the Z06. I like the Z06. Whereas the C8, I kind of flip-flop. It really depends. It doesn't depend when it comes to the C8. I like it. It's good. Chevrolet, you know what? 8.8 8. 8 out of 10. I'm sure the dynamics will be fantastic. Big breaks on the Z07 package at the very least, even though the Z even the normal Z06 has big breaks, but the interior is there, the exterior is there. Not perfect, but there. And that engine is a masterpiece. That engine is not perfection in the literal sense, but perfection for in comparison to everything else you've created. Absolutely wonderful. Chevrolet has outdone themselves with the C8 Z06, and I'm so glad that they have. America can make sports cars. We've known it. We've known it for a while. It's it's annoying that this might be what it takes for, for snobby Europeans to actually look this way, but you know what? Chevrolet did it to... Chevrolet did it the way they did it because they wanted the Z06 to be this car. I think that the benefit is going to be beating the Europeans at their own game or be, beating the European manufacturers at their own game, Ferrari, maybe Lambo, etc. Right? I It does make me a little sad, though, because I am going to miss the more traditional muscle car-esque engine of the 6.2-liter supercharged V8, Viper-style engines, 5.0 Coyote that's in the Mach 1. You know, I am going to miss American sports cars that are like that because... The only thing that bothers me about the engine is the fact that it feels like Chevrolet, they're kind of giving into the European influence, kind of giving into that. And as someone that feels that a lot, a lot of the American manufacturers have been given a bad rap unjustifiably for doing things differently, not, not, not in a worse manner, just differently. It does annoy me from that standpoint, but at the same time, we've all wanted this type of thing for ages now, the American manufacturers to make an engine like this, you know, kind of in the American style. And so... Ultimately, who cares about the nationalities and the whole, you know, that whole nonsense. It's it's an awesome car with an awesome interior and probably the best version of the C8. And it's, you know, it's only the second version, but by far the best. But anyway, what do you guys think of the new C8 Z06? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? Are you on the fence? Let me know what you think in the comments. But in any case, I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please make sure to like the podcast, like, share, and follow the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, share, and consider subscribing. And if you do subscribe, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Please make sure you hit the little notification bell and then all notifications that we're notified every time I upload. I will see you all next time. Before we end, I want to inform you all that you can now monetarily support this podcast and indeed the entirety of Cody's Car Conundrum with Kofi. Uh, well, it might be coffee, but it's spelled K-O-F-I and that's weird, so I say it Kofi. In any case, Kofi is an alternative to Patreon where, beautifully and as God intended, you, the supporters, don't have to pay a fee, like on Patreon, to support my work. So if you like what I do and want to see me cover slash talk about slash make a video regarding something specific or want me to branch out into other areas of car culture, then head on over to ko-fi.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum where you can make a minimum donation of $5 towards me and the brand. In return, you'll be helping me afford new equipment, afford upgrades to my existing tools, You'll receive polls asking what topic you want me to dive into next. You'll get to see voted and non-voted content before public release, various forms of recognition for your support, and the ability to vote on merch designs you'd like to see on the Teespring store. And now it's time to close. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars if I'm being honest. 
If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.